want to tell you about Mantis X. You practice at the gun range for one primary reason. So if you need your gun, you're good. You're a great shot. You are comfortable with it. If you are not, you'll be a danger uh, to yourself and others. It is a costly thing now to be able to practice, 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 because the ammo is so expensive. This is why I'd like to recommend the Mantis X. It's a high-tech, easy-to-use system, and it's used widely by the military. All you do is attach it to your firearm. Uh, You put it, like, right here on your firearm, and you will be able to actually dry fire or live fire your gun. When that happens, it will show you in real time what you're doing and show you the aim, the accuracy, and what you're doing right at the moment of pulling the trigger. It's the best. Really, really, truly the best. MantisX.com. Go to MantisX.com. Save yourself a lot of money and get really accurate with your gun. MantisX.com. Well, welcome to the uh, Glenn, Beck, Glenn Beck program. I'm just going through the news. Think, what am I going to talk to you about? And uh, I just happened to click on one last story and just read the first, uh, first paragraph. Parents said they were horrified when their children were exposed to a drag queen performer, apparently uh, simulating a sex act with a power tool at a theme park. So, kids, there's nothing really going on today. Oh, it's, no, no, seriously. What is there to worry about? We're turning into Babylon. And those of us who have eyes and ears have got to stand up and help save as many people as we can. And the only way to do that is with, with love. Woo! And it is hard to love, especially when everybody is now seemingly pushing for war. Defending his position on the U.S. involvement in Ukraine, Mike Pence said to Tucker Carlson just last week, let's play the audio. But let me say to you, our national interest in Ukraine, I believe, is born of the fact that I spent 10 years on the Foreign Affairs Committee in the House of Representatives. I spent four years as Vice President. I've met Vladimir Putin. Let me tell you, if Vladimir Putin overruns Ukraine, I have no doubt that in a short period of time, that Russian military is going to cross a border of a NATO country that our armed forces will have to go and defend. Uh, I'm going to show you the candidates, all of them, what they're saying about Ukraine. We have a special on war and why I am taking a contrary position to it. And I would hope that you would hear me out on it. We do that in 60 seconds. 
All right. Everything is changing now, especially with technology. And there are more and more people that are wanting to rob you, rob you of your voice, rob you of your money, rob you of your personal information, your house, everything. And it's getting harder and harder to stop everybody. That's why you need the best in the business. And I believe that's LifeLock by Norton. When you have LifeLock by Norton installed, it can save you so much money and so much hassle if people are trying to get into your stuff. Nobody can prevent anything from happening or everything from happening, but they have to be right every time. The bad guys only have to be right once. You need to protect yourself, and I believe the best in the business is LifeLock by Norton. Get 25% off your first year with the promo code BACK. 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BACK and save 29, uh, 20, uh, 20% now. Anybody who says that we can't be the leader of the free world and solve our problems at home has a pretty small view of the greatest nation on earth. We can do both. We can. We can. We are marching toward a a very dangerous, dangerous place. Let me, I guess, go back in time and and share with you what I said when was this 2021 is the earliest clip we could find i was at the chalkboard and i was telling you about a trust implosion and how things were going to begin to fall apart and what it would lead to here's cut six please i want to show you a chalkboard of mine i did several years ago and i it started out um where i told my staff in it was like 2017 2018 i said we have to watch for these things i boiled them all down to this Polarization and civil unrest, critical stage, 1930s European uh, uh, levels, Nazis, Antifa, right and left extremes. I'd say we have that one. Economic destabilization, critical stage, central bank failure, stock market plunge, price, uh, price collapse. I think this is coming, but I also think it came in a different way. It didn't hit the top. It hit the bottom with COVID. Then tech disruption. Critical stage, jobs, finance, communication, and privacy. You got a problem with privacy? How are we communicating? Uh, are they cutting anybody off yet? And all of the, co because of COVID, a lot of those jobs that are going to be lost are already starting to change. The big one here, so I would say we have uh, somewhat this, somewhat this. This one the trust implosion. I said, I don't know when this is happening, and I don't know if they're going to go in order, but this is the one I really worried about. The trust implosion. It was going to include government, media, tech, finance, justice, corporation, and education. Mm. I'd say a big check on that one. That would lead to all of these people needing each other and protect against you. So they would all co form together to merge into what I said was a new world order, didn't know at the time. It would be called the Great Reset. That's it. The trust implosion would be the final catalyst for change. 
But I said um, at that time, that is what brings all of it about. But there is one thing that is needed to push it over the edge, and that is war. Once you get to the trust implosion, once you have economic turmoil, you have turmoil in the streets, you don't know right from wrong anymore, we're always historically then going off to war. And I think that's an incredibly dangerous thing. For instance, do we even have the ammunition? I mean, we're announcing to the world that we don't have any, that we're out of seemingly almost everything. I find that hard to believe, but 34% of our war submarines are in dry dock because they're not working. 34%. If you want to lead the free world, you have to be healthy. Is involvement in foreign wars really how we lead the free world? And if you think the answer is yes, in our current state, can we really do both? How long could we sustain that? I mean, I've always felt like, well, we have the money to do both. And, you know, we can take care of our schools and we can take care of war. But we really can't now. I don't know if people really understand how bad things are financially for us yet. In under 17 months, the U.S. sent $76.8 billion in Ukraine. I told you yesterday that we are borrowing $5.1 billion every day. $5.1 billion every day. Your average lifespan is 90 years. If you're a if you're a average taxpayer, you pay $15,500. It would take you, uh, what was that number? Like 200 and, see if I still have it here. I don't. Like 203,000 uh, years to pay it off. It'll take 3,400 generations. Your, your, your kids, your grandkids, your great, great, great grandkids, all of your uh, relatives, generationally, it'll take them over 2,000 years. Christ was 2,000 years ago. And that's only paying for the $5 billion that we are uh, loaning or being loaned today. Just to run the government today. $5.1 billion. Well, 17 months, we've sent... $76.8 billion. That's $4.5 billion a month. Another year of this, just at this rate, is 54. Now, let me put that into perspective. The top foreign aid recipient from the United States in 2020 was Afghanistan. We gave them $3.9 billion. And the president says, we're going to be there for as long as it takes. But it takes to do what? Can you define a mission, please? Is this what it costs to be the leader of the free world? I mean, I usually use the Titanic, but since we can all fly, what time is it? Yes, we can all fly as of today. 
airlines remind us in case of an emergency and a loss of oxygen put on your own mask first now why would you do that well that airlines they just they hate babies that's why they hate it no if you're dead you're of no use to your baby or anyone else put it on you first so you don't pass out then put it on the face of your child now i believe america can lead the free world and solve our problems at home in fact i believe we lead the world by solving our problems at home george washington had his farewell address a hundred years ago you could not pass the eighth grade unless you had it memorized his farewell address he warned against several things one a two-party system do not get entangled into these two-party systems well we did it and how's that working out for us the second thing he warned us about debt and foreign entanglements he knew both could strangle the nation and suppress its values Yet we seem to run headlong into all of the things he warned us about. Almost as a matter of duty. Have we become so enamored and interested in our own cultural imperialism that we have forgotten who we really are? Peace in America will make a stronger case for our values than war abroad. When you want to lead by example, and that's the only way people really learn, when you lead by example, not by force, that's when things change. And it's not because we're insensitive to the plight of other nations or because we believe it's never appropriate to intervene abroad. But because the failure of the American experiment would dim the light of liberty everywhere. And for that reason, I think we should be on guard. Tonight, I'm going to be talking about the ways that we can get out or fight in Ukraine and what it means. But we're going to talk about it in a way not anybody else is talking about it. We're going to look at the war through the eyes and the lens of America. What are our interests? How long should we stay in this war? How, how long should we engage? How much more should we give? Are our helicopters actually on the tarmac over there? And is that an act of war? Watch beginning tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern on Blaze TV. Okay, relief factor, Dawn was as skeptical as I was. She was a hairstylist for 25 years, and when she finally retired, she developed into, uh, it turned out to be constant pain in her hands, her feet, and her back. And bad just went to worse, and Dawn was desperate for something just to take the pain away. One day, she heard me talking about this program about Relief Factor, and she tried it. Within a few weeks, it was working for her. She said that she no longer uh, has to take it. Um, she doesn't take it sitting down. She no longer um, uh, has to worry about it because the longer she does take Relief Factor, 
the better she feels. These days, Dawn is enjoying retirement the way she should be, out of pain. Dawn, I was, ex- uh, I was really exceptionally skeptical about it myself. Relief factor, I tried it. Ever since then, the pain was unmanageable all of the time. I mean, it, it is luckily rare when I am in uh, excruciating pain. And it is, happens now when I know I've just pushed it way too hard. Your three-week quick start. Get your days back. Nineteen ninety-five. You can order the three-week quick, quick start at relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Or 800-the-number-4-relief. Uh, 800-4-relief. It's relieffactor.com. Ten seconds. Station ID. So, Donald Trump said uh, over the weekend about war, and I heard people say, oh my gosh, that's so irresponsible. How could he possibly say it? And all of the war people saying, yeah, he's finally on board for the war. I don't think so. And, And let me play what Donald Trump said on Ukraine. Cut one. What I'm saying is that I know Zelensky very well and I know Putin very well, even better. And I had a good relationship, very good with both of them. I would tell Zelensky, no more, you gotta make a deal. I would tell Putin, if you don't make a deal, we're gonna give them a lot. We're gonna give them more than they ever got if we have to. I will have the deal done in one day, one day. So people wrote to me and said, he's a warmonger, he's turning a warmonger. Others were writing, uh, uh, saying basically the same thing. He's changed, he's changed. No, he hasn't. Donald Trump is acting like the president of the United States should act. You want people to come to the, the table. Okay, we're not going to help you anymore unless you are serious about making a deal because it's in everyone's best interest to make a deal and there's a deal to be had. So we're not going to just keep giving you stuff and have you say, you know, whatever it is you want, there's a deal to be had and it will save lives. Vladimir Putin, I want you to make a deal. He's going to be reasonable. Now, when he says... Uh, or I'm going to supply them with more than you can even imagine. That's Donald Trump. Not bluffing. That's Donald Trump telling the truth. And this is the best thing about Donald Trump as a negotiator. And I go back to the story of Tiffany's. He wanted to build the Trump tower. He, uh, he knew he needed the air rights for, from Tiffany's, and Tiffany's, weren't, they just weren't going to give him the air rights, which would allow him to build a huge tower. In, uh, in New York, you not only buy the land, but you buy the air as well. And so Tiffany's, years ago, bought all the horizontal air uh, above their building for a block or so. So Donald Trump bought the land. He knew they weren't going to give him the air rights, so he said, design the most beautiful, gorgeous building you've ever seen. And then he said to his uh, architects, build the most hideous 
three-story building, and I mean one that is so gaudy and ugly, no one, no one could set eyes on it. Children would repair, uh, and, uh, and they did. And he went and met with Tiffany's, and he said, look, I'm going to build this one. And they just smiled at him and said, no, you're not, because uh, we own the air rights, and we're not interested. And he said, you know, I feared you were going to say that. So I have this property, and it really is going to mean nothing to me if I can't build that. So I've instructed my uh, crew, if you say no, to build this building. And they knew he was serious. He doesn't bluff. He's serious. You do this, and I'll do that. So this is where his power comes from. Vladimir Putin knows donald trump well enough to know he makes promises he doesn't bluff and so he when he says to vladimir putin i talked to him he's going to be reasonable otherwise we're going to shut him off but if he's reasonable and you don't make a deal well then i'm going to supply him and he'll pound you into the ground so it's not an either one of your interests to do anything but the right thing that's being a good negotiator. That's what Teddy Roosevelt meant by, you know, speak softly and carry a big stick. He's just carrying the big stick. Everybody knows he can use it. He won't use it because he knows how to play the psychological game. That's the problem here. Nobody in our administration knows how to play the psychological game, or do they? And they're just playing for another team. I'm not sure. I'm not really sure. Here's what DeSantis said on Ukraine. What do you think it should be? I, I think the goal should be to have a sustainable peace in Europe. Okay, we don't want there to be war breaking out. There have been a lot of people that have been killed, displaced. It's a horrible thing. But you have to provide a, uh, a articulation of where you're gonna go to get there. And my fear is right now is they're basically doing an open-ended conflict. This is gonna be a multi-year quagmire. There's gonna be a lot of people that are gonna die and there's not gonna be much facts changed on the ground. True. And how come you can't articulate what you're doing with all of our money? Why can't we get an accounting of all of that money? Tonight, the Glenn 9 o'clock, don't miss it. On Blaze TV. All right, let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour. Our sponsor is Tunnel to Towers, and they are really, really a good group of people. This is a, uh, a group of people that, after September 11th, said... We can never forget the people who ran up those stairs. We can't forget about the firefighters that most likely knew they were running to their death. They served us to the end. And then they went to war and Tunnel to Towers said, we can't forget those who have lost their lives and left loved ones behind. And then we got into this crazy age where everybody wants to seemingly shoot a cop. We can't forget them. Any first aid response responder, firefighters, they remember them. And if they leave loved ones behind, those heroes are most likely going to be getting a mortgage-free house so their 
their family, their children can grow up and not have to worry about another big change in their life. Please donate T2T.org. T, the number 2T.org. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code SUMMIT to save 30 bucks off Blaze TV. read a story yesterday i don't remember where they were talking about how tucker carlson is just a fascist and pro putin and all of this garbage all of this garbage uh and in case you don't know i did a, a really great interview with him uh just last friday after we had the leadership summit which was fantastic um and uh we sat on stage for about an hour just the two of us and we uh, went back and forth on, on different things. And I started talking to him about uh, alcoholics. Cut seven. People who've been forced to face their own failings and realize the central insight of life and the root of yes. all wisdom, which is, I am not God. Yes. I'm, you, know, you don't have to have a specific theology to realize that. You just have to be honest and aware and willing to face it. I am not God. And you definitely learn that if you drink too much, if you party too much as I did, like there's no pretense like, well, actually I, I kind of think I'm God. <laughs> <laughs> no. And uh, that's a really good thing to learn. And I trust people like that. And it doesn't even have to be former drinkers or drug people. No, it's but just it's people like, who have. Yeah, anyone who's been, whenever I know someone who's gone to prison, I always try to have a party for the person when he gets out, even yeah. if it's like a bad crime, because they're always improved by it. Like Jack Abramoff went to prison. I didn't even know him that well, but he got out. I'm not a lobbyist, I'm not in his business. I had a huge party for him at my house. My neighbors were outraged. How can you have Jack Abramoff in here? I was like, he, he went to prison, like he's out. Yeah. Like I now respect him because he can no longer pose as a good person. Correct. And that is exactly where I am. I'm he, not pretending to be a good person. I, I just painted a, a painting of Johnny Cash in mm. jail, uh, his mugshot. The best. And. And I called it best day of his life. And people were just looking at it. I was just at an art gallery, and they were just looking at it, and they said, best day of his life. And I said, oh, everything's, everything's sunshine and lollipops after there. This broke him. Yes. So now he's humble enough. Everything, he will look back, and I'm sure he did, look back on that moment as, thank God that happened. I, I agree with that. I agree Thank with God. that. I really would recommend, in a much more low-grade way, getting fired. It's good for a man to be fired. Once it is. It is. Because you can really start, especially if you're in the talking business, you can wake up and be like, it's possible I'm Jesus. Yeah. And you start thinking that, Yeah. it's not good. And yeah. so getting fired and being humiliated and having people avert their gaze when you walk into the you restaurant. You don't learn anything. You learn good. some things when you're wildly successful. I never learned anything. But when you're broken, and, then you, that, that's, you hate it when it happens, but you always look back and go, best years of no, my life. No, this time when it happens, the third time it's happened to me, um, my wife was like, first of all, I'm psyched. She was psyched. Um, so that's good. My wife She's not taken same. off like, oh, me and the pool boy are out of here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, wasn't like that at all. But it was, I was like immediately thankful for it. I was like, this would be good. Because if this had continued, oh, you're so important. <laughs> at some point I'd be like, you know, I, I really am. That's a great, that was a great interview. I, I mean, that was, that's a great really part of that was. interview. It's such great perspective. Yeah. And, and it, you could tell yeah. he's a guy who's go, in the middle of going through this. This is not a retrospective yeah. interview where like, I remember Correct. when I was fired in 2018. This is like he's Correct. in the middle of going through this, and it's a great perspective to have. Yeah. 
And I, I, uh, I remember, I've told the story before, the last night before I went into Roger Ailes, uh, you know, I had been with Bono and everything. I was like a cool kid for the first time. And uh, I walked in and I said, honey, how can this be God's plan that I would leave? Look at we're 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 the pinnacle of my career and we're going to have access and everything else. And she luckily said, I'm going to bed. And uh, then I stood there at the window and I remember almost an audible voice. If you don't leave now, you're not going to leave with with your soul. And I know that to be true because, as he said, there's times where you can begin to feel like, dig me. Look at me. I, look, at, look at the mountains I can move. And it is, uh, it's dangerous. That's why this Pride Month stuff bothers me so much. It had nothing to do with the homosexuality. Just the word pride. Can, we need humility. We need much more humility, not pride. I told you last week, if you haven't heard this interview, you need to hear it. It's at blazetv.com. Um, you can sign up uh, for, a, uh, per, uh, for a subscription. Use the word summit and you'll save $30 off. Code word summit. Um, I, uh, I have to tell you, I, uh, I think God is, well, I'm, I don't even want to say a thing. I know God something is doing something with Tucker Carlson. Uh, he is on fire, on fire right now. Something big is coming with Tucker Carlson, uh, and it is going to be fun to watch. Listen to him uh, talk about God and reading the book of Revelation. Do you think there's a chance, and I know people say this all the time, forever they've said this, but do you think there's a chance that we are living in the times when we'll see Christ return in our life? You know, people, I, I, we live in Maine for half the year, or more than half the year, and I work out of a barn in our tiny little town, which some local newspaper like ran a picture of it. So I have people at the barn every day. And I would say when I'm like sitting in there in my boxer smoking a cigar, bang, 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 bang. <laughs> And I always, I'm dumb enough to answer the door. And I would say 100% of the time, it's someone there to tell me about the end times. And I always say the same thing, which is, I totally believe that's happening. I think that history does have an end. Okay, it's not a loop. It's a progression. It's linear. I, I believe that. I know that intuitively, and I believe it as a matter of faith. So I do think there's an end at some point. But for me to presume to call it, to know when it's coming, are you joking? Like, the number one sin is presuming you have powers that you don't, to put yourself in the position of the creator, to pretend you're God, to mistake yourself for the Almighty. And for me to say, well, I, you know, I'm pretty sure the end times are... Really? Yeah, I'm not... Like a thief in the night! Right. You don't know! So, like, I, you know, sure, it looks that way to me. But, but he like, also... what do I know? I thought Lee Zeldin was going to be governor of New York, okay? <laughs> so I'm not going to predict it. But, I, but I, I think that, well, no man will know, I totally agree, and I'm not saying that he is coming. I'm not saying that. But he did give us all of these clues to watch for, and I think it's to give us hope. When I actually started to think, because I've been doing this for a while, where it, my world gets very dark, and as I... Are you Scandinavian? <laughs> no. You must be. Uh, and I'm I, looking at all of this, and my wife and I started really seriously considering just... You know, everybody, the apostles did this. I think it could happen. I think it could happen. And I found myself going, 
wow, that would be really cool. What an honor if it did happen yeah. to live at this time. And I think he gave us some of these signs not to say, yeah, buckle up, here we go, ride's going. He gave us though to say, I, when I come, you'll see these things, have hope. It's going to be difficult, but I'm coming. And so it all works out. I gotcha. That's, I think that's the, the message that so many people are missing well, right I now. Well, I believe that. I, I would just God say saying, I gotcha. One, I mean, no mainline Protestant church that I'm aware of allows its members to read Revelation. Like, you're not allowed to do that. You've got to be like a full-on snake-handling fundy to read that stuff. <laughs> and so I'd never seen it, you know. I hadn't. Not that I was biblically literate in any way. Wow. But um, I just read it. I read it last month. And my wife's like, ooh, that's a, that's a scary one. And it was pretty heavy, but like, yeah. I didn't find it scary at all. So that's the first thing. Like, it's actually worth kind of reading it. Um, it's, it's a slog, but it's, it's super interesting, and I didn't find it scary. That's the first thing. Second thing I would say is, I have no idea, no freaking clue, as we say in Maine, what's going on right now. But I will say that my personal relationships with the people that I love and know have never been crisper and deeper and more rewarding to me. I've never felt more connected to the people around me. I've never felt more satisfied with my relationships. I have lost a lot of friendships because of political turmoil, but I've gained new ones that are even more rewarding. And I just feel like there's, a, you know, there's all this chaos and all this sadness and everyone's so sad about it. But if you look at your own life and assess your own relationships, are they better and deeper and more honest? They, you may find that they are. He has great, uh, great insight. And uh, as I was listening to him, I thought of Paul Harvey. Paul Harvey was a broadcaster years ago, somebody I used to listen to growing up. He was one of the inspirations for me getting into radio. And he would give the news reports. And, and I remember him saying, the media... The media doesn't know if it's telling you the truth or not. The media lives in a bubble. Do you want to fix it? Relocate them all over the country. I have to tell you, as I'm listening to Tucker on that last particular thing, the reason why he doesn't sound like he's one of the voices in the media is he's not living in uh, New York or Los Angeles. He's living amongst real people in a very small town. I'm coming to you now from a town of about 450. There is this America that still exists in these small towns all over the country and we forget about them but then when you see somebody like tucker you're like oh that's why he makes so much sense he hasn't bought into all of the bullcrap by the way you don't want to miss this uh, whole podcast it is one-on-one uh, -on -one with tucker carlson um, it is really, really fascinating. Um, I did it uh, just last Friday. You can find it at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code SUMMIT. Save $30. It's uh, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Promo code SUMMIT. 
Alrighty then. Uh, now let's uh, talk a little bit about uh, the people who are paying for the light bills. Uh, it's good ranchers. I'm out here on my ranch and I am looking at this beautiful, beautiful cattle. I can see one right there, I believe. Yep, that's Chuck. Uh, and then the, oh, the one standing right next to him, uh, that's Sirloin. And uh, coming down the mountain right now. Yeah, that looks like hamburger. Anyway, um, looking at these beautiful cows and uh, and thinking about, you know, soon um, I'm going to eat them and I'm going to enjoy it. And there is nothing like an open range grass fed uh, cow. And when you get uh, beef that says grass fed, it's most likely not from America. 85% of our meat that is grass fed does not come from America. Why would we do that? We have all of this land, all of this great grass. Why don't we do that? Well, the government, I think, is busy putting farmers and ranchers out of business so their good friends like Bill Gates can buy it. This, this is why we get our meat from Good Ranchers at GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. It, it is a meat from America. That's, that's fish, uh, that's chicken, and that is beef, all from America. So order, and you'll lock in your price. So while the meat in the grocery store keeps going up, your meat will not with GoodRanchers.com. And if you use the promo code BECK, you're going to get $30 off any box. Good Ranchers, Good Ranchers, American meat delivered to your door. GoodRanchers.com, promo code BECK. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. We're so glad that you're here. Um, I'm up at the Standing Rock Ranch, um, which is uh, our home and is kind of turning into a, just an amazing place. Well, this is ancient Shoshone healing land, and we, we treat it as such. And we just find it very, very sacred land. And um, we don't invite very many people up or anything because we want the land to remain sacred. And last night we had all of these amazing artists here, um, painters, uh, some of the most famous artists in the world. And then as we were having dinner, Ava Mayberry um, stepped up to a microphone and I was surprised to me she was going to be performing. Um, she is a, a young girl who just wrote this song recently um, called A Five-Year Plan. Here it is. I'm just driving all on my own Nowhere to go On this one-way road all that I got is all that I'm not On this one-way road Ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh, 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 
degrees and they're traveling to Greece. They all got their five year plans. All that I got is a notebook full of songs and a guitar case full of ones.